This is Vanderbilt Business. Public accounting. It doesn't have the most exciting or glamorous reputation, but there's a lot more to the field than it gets credit for. A career in public accounting offers intellectual challenges, exposure to an endless variety of industries, a stimulating team-based environment with lots of opportunities to problem solve, and maybe most importantly, a chance to accelerate your career at an accounting firm or elsewhere. To shed some light in the world of public accounting, we talked with two Vanderbilt Master of Accountancy alums about their careers in the field. Margaret Ross is a 2014 graduate of the MAC program and currently working in KPMG's national office in New York. Mary Hsu, a 2009 graduate, joined Goldman Sachs as a VP last year after spending eight years with PwC in places like Nashville, Singapore, and Switzerland. Lindsay Donald, director of the Vanderbilt Master of Accountancy programs, conducted the interviews. Hey, Margaret, how are you? Hey, Lindsay, I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for taking a few minutes to talk with us today. Of course, I am always happy to. Excellent. We are talking about your career and why someone should choose a career in public accounting. Uh, So I really am excited to share your story with other people. So with that, let's get started. Why don't you start off by telling me about your career so far? Give me the timeline, you know, starting with graduating from college. So I graduated from the University of Tennessee um, with a degree in economics and minors in international business and math um, in May of 2013. And then I obviously went to the Vanderbilt Mac Valuation Program starting in August 2013 and graduated in May of 2014. During Vandy Mac, I received an internship offer from KPMG in Atlanta in their economic and valuation services practice doing business valuation. And that's where I did my Mod 3 internship. And then I joined them full-time in Atlanta in August or September, actually, of 2014. So, And I've been with KPMG ever since. Awesome. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about your experience in Atlanta, the type of things you're working on. And then uh, I know that you've moved on since then to another position in the firm. So tell me how that came about. So I started in Atlanta in the economic and valuation services practice at KPMG, and specifically I do business valuation work. And so um, the way I like to describe what I do to people who maybe don't have an accounting background is I do financial reporting and tax valuations for mergers and acquisitions. Um, And that can be like right after the merger has happened or the acquisition, or it could be before it has been executed. And also it's day two accounting in terms of like goodwill impairments and things like that. So I value businesses um, and their intangible assets. That, great. Yeah. That's that's great. What? <laughs> uh, so you did that for a couple of years. Is that correct? Yeah. So I was in at the Atlanta practice for about two and a half years, and then I applied for a rotation in our audit quality and professional practice group, mm-hmm. and that's where I am now. So I started that rotation in June of. 2017. Okay. Uh, so I've been here for about eight and a half months now. Okay, that's that's great. Uh, what what's the biggest thing that you have realized about being in public accounting from being in the national office? Well, I think accounting is more diverse than you realize when you are in school and specifically auditing. So mm-hmm. I focus on just financial reporting valuations here, but I work with. Um, 250 auditors, and they come from all different kinds of backgrounds. They're all 
very senior in the firm, like they're senior managers who were on their way to being promoted to partners or audit partners. And then some of our most experienced in certain specialties are here as well. So it's just been interesting to work with people with so much experience and, again, who just come from different backgrounds. A lot of the partners here also are from different parts of KPMG internationally. So one of the partners that I work with is from Accounting Advisory Services in Canada. And so he focuses on fair value measurements with IFRS implications, which is interesting to me. And we have a couple other IFRS-specific partners. Um, But such things that I don't necessarily always get in the field, even though sometimes I will work on projects that might also be under IFRS, but to have the people here who have the most experience and to get to work with and learn from them has been really interesting. So you're kind of seeing behind the scenes of what goes on in a public accounting firm. Yes, exactly. So here is where, or in our audit quality and professional practice group, that's where like a lot of our training materials come from. It's where people go when they are in the field. And when I say in the field, I mean the people who are actually out doing client service. Uh So up here in New York, I don't do client service directly. I'm more internally focused, and that's what most of my colleagues here are. But we help our teams in the field when they have a question that might be really specific or very nuanced or hard to answer, and they will come to us and say, we're dealing with this. How do we work through it, um, and then we can do the research, or we might have the people here with the expertise to answer that question that the team in the field might not have. That's great. Are you enjoying it? I love it. Um, I like to say that this is kind of like my dream job. I love being in a place where I get to give back to our teams in the field, and I think I do that through helping develop training and um, the messaging that goes out to them, because this is the place where kind of like um, everything is funneled up So it's like a there's so much information here that you learn and I get to see things from across the country. So when I'm in Atlanta, I know how Atlanta does things Mm -hmm. and I just kind of see the industries that are around Atlanta. But sitting in the national office, I get to see things come in from the West Coast, the East Coast, from Texas, from Chicago, you know, all over and see how different people are doing things and kind of consolidate that information and pick the best of the best and then push it back out to the field. And I've really, really enjoyed that. I love getting to work with lots of different people. That's one of my favorite things about being in valuation in general is I like how kind of consulting focused it is. Uh, You might not think of it as a typical consulting career, but I work, I mean, when I'm in the field, I probably have like 10 to 15 different clients that I'm working with all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of those are audit clients and some are my third party engagements. But I love that and that I just really, I enjoy doing different things and talking to different people, um, being an expert. I like being an expert in my field, but getting to do it with a lot of different uh, teams. And I think that's what makes it fun. And that's one of the reasons why I love working for a big four public accounting firm is there's just so much going on all the time. And you have so many resources available at your fingertips, so many experts, that that's really nice because you can, no matter what the problem is, there is another team in KPMG who can help you solve that problem for your client. And I I really love that. That's so great. And I'm so excited for you because, you know, as you said, you're the class of 2014, correct, of MAC? Yes. Uh, Yes. And now it's, it's only a few years out of school and you've had all of this really impactful experience in your career. So thank you for sharing that. Two things came up as you're talking that I'd like to talk about a little bit more. You mentioned that you work with a lot of senior 
people in the firm that are people that are at the partner level or getting ready to move to that partner level that have a lot more ex- experience than you do, a lot more business experience. Talk about the skills and behaviors um, and a little bit about the responsibilities that that you gained in those first, well, through Vanderbilt Mac and in that first, those first two years uh, with KPMG that led you to be successful for the past eight months in this role? Sure. Well, so I think that Vandy Mac is one of the big factors to my success here because I came in with really good accounting knowledge. So I am a CPA and I think that makes me stand out compared to, um, maybe other valuation professionals who don't understand or have not had the educational background around auditing and accounting. Um, A lot of valuation professionals have more of a finance background, and Vandy Mac Valuation specifically gives us both accounting and a finance background, and I think that really sets you up for success in the big four world. Something that Carl, our Uh uh, director, I guess, loves to say is that the audit teams are our biggest client. And that is so true, no matter which of the big four accounting firms you work for. um, As a valuation professional, the audit team is your biggest client. Um, So it's really a unique thing to be able to speak to them in accounting and auditing language and help them understand from a valuation point of view what's going on and how that affects their audits. And also for your clients who are dealing with financial reporting and tax implications of your valuation, to be able to think through the audit implications of what you're giving them and be prepared because you get audit, um, I think that makes you really unique. So that's something that Vandy Mac gave me and why I think it's super important that you get your CPA at Vandy Mac, even if you are not going to be a practicing auditor. Mm-hmm. It's just a credential that really sets you apart as a valuation professional um, and sets you up for success, I think, through the rest of your career. So I think that was one big success factor or factor in my success so far was having my CPA. Another is the public speaking that we do at Bandy Mac. In the last uh, eight months of being here, I have given three online webcast trainings and six four-hour in-person trainings. And So each time I do that, I'm speaking to people from the staff level all the way up to the partner level. And these have specifically been for evaluation people in the field. But I think having the public speaking experience at Vandy Mac, the feedback that we get from it's our first two weeks in school, we have that public speaking class Mm -hmm. um, and that we can use those skills as we go through, I think makes you stand out. I think that's helped me here in this department because um, when I'm talking to the people who have a lot more experience than me, I know I'm pretty confident and I know how to talk with them. And I think that is also a success factor that Vanderbilt helped me build up for the rest of my career that I certainly use a ton. And then in Atlanta um, at KPMG, I got to do a lot of things. I raised my hand anytime there was Um, a new type of valuation that I wanted to work on, or um, even things that were just leadership related in my team, I tried to step forward and take on those responsibilities. And I think that also helped set me up for success here. My Atlanta team knew me really well, and they have been so supportive in my um, journey at KPMG and in my career. And Mm -hmm. they're some of my biggest mentors. Um, But I think that's because you know, you work really hard in the field and you put your best foot forward always. And that, that helps you through the rest of your career. That's great. 
Uh, that's great. So is this role in the national office, is this something that you thought you would do when you left college? Not when I left college, certainly not. Okay. But it is something that I found out about like during my first couple of months when I first started full-time. So probably I started full-time in September of 2014. It was probably around October, November of 2014 that I found out about this opportunity. Uh-huh. And I put it on my goals for that first year as an associate, and I've kept it on my goals ever since. So my team always knew that I was interested in it. Great. And I basically was just waiting until I got enough field experience to apply for this position. But I think that's something really important that you can do at the start of your career is look out for the opportunities that interest you and go ahead and express interest early, set you up for whenever you finally have the experience or whatever you need to be ready for that position, that people know that you're interested and that that helps helps push you forward. Yeah, that's great. An excellent thing for professionals just getting into the business world can think about. So we, we talk to a lot of students who at the undergraduate level that are deciding between a full-time job in various entry-level positions in business from finance to consulting type work uh, to you know investment banking or analyst roles and mm-hmm. so we talked to them and we talked to them about a career in public accounting and why a one-year degree is just an excellent tool to use um, to launch your career and how much it improves your career trajectory. What would you do to tell, what would you tell them about the benefits of pursuing public accounting over another role in business? Like I was talking about earlier with public accounting and specifically in valuation, I love that it's a type of consulting and that I have a variety of clients and I really enjoy that experience. I love working with people who are basically the best of the best that are all experts and very knowledgeable and very smart. I think if you start out with a public accounting firm, you just get this huge wealth of knowledge that you might not get if you go in-house directly to a company. Mm -hmm. You learn about all kinds of different service lines. You get experience in a lot of different industries if you desire that. Mm -hmm. You just, it's just an amazing amount of knowledge that you can gain by being somewhere where you're serving a lot of different clients and having a lot of different things going on. Um, And besides just what you have going on, your firm has a lot going on. Mm -hmm. So, I learn about things just by being close to them. Um, like the advisory practice might be having a lunch and learn on something. And so I would go to that and learn about whatever that topic is. It's maybe not directly related to what I'm doing, but something that interests me and something that maybe I can help direct my clients to if it helps serve them in the future. Mm-hmm. So I just love having so many tools in one spot that yeah. sometimes when you're in-house at a client uh, or if you specifically work for a company, you'd have to probably go to a consulting firm to get those. But here, when you're at a big four firm, and in my time at KPMG, I know you know, other people who can help serve my clients. And I really like that. And I like learning about everything that we have going on. And I also think from a career perspective, um, I think a lot of millennials tend to jump careers. Mm-hmm. But one of the cool things about being at a big four that I love is that there's so many different options here. So For example, if I got tired of doing valuation, which I love valuation, but I could do go work on our deals team or our transaction advisory team or um, do something different with tax valuations. Or there's a lot of different things you can do without having to leave the firm. And I think that's really unique versus being at a company right when you finish school. Yeah, that is a great point is that you can enter into 
um, into one firm and still be able to have a multiple have multiple unique experiences uh, while staying at the same firm. So you don't have to relearn software and relearn culture and relearn things to do, but you get to experience mm-hmm. a new role within the firm. So that's a that is a great point. And I think besides just your job description, you can expand your role by doing international rotations mm-hmm. or doing rotations within the firm like I'm doing in our uh-huh. um, audit national office. So there's just a lot of ways that you can broaden your experience without having to leave the firm. Okay, I have a couple more questions for you. And one of them was, do you remember having an aha moment in undergrad when you decided to start applying to some uh, some graduate programs? Was there an aha moment that said, okay, yes, this is the path that I want to take right now? So when I was an undergrad as a senior looking at jobs, I was having a hard time finding jobs that fit my educational experience. Mm-hmm. And I talked to professors because I knew that I kind of wanted to be in a consulting environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I keep coming back to that consulting word. And that's it, consulting can be whatever to anyone. Like uh-huh. it's a very broad word. But I wanted to be somewhere that was fast paced. I wanted to work with a lot of different clients. And then again, I had an econ and a math background and a business background. So when I talked to my professors, they actually had suggested valuation, and one of them specifically pointed me to the valuation program at Vanderbilt, um, and that's kind of how I found it, and it was the only graduate program that I applied to, but what made it really meaningful for me was I was trying to apply to some of these roles, similar valuation-type roles, right out of undergrad, and I was getting pushback that I didn't have the right experience Mm -hmm. in terms of you know, having an econ degree and not maybe an accounting or finance degree. So I needed that extra year of school to put together the skills that I would need to work in a valuation practice. What, if any, parting advice as we wrap up do you have for college students who are in, in the heart of making their career decisions right now? What advice do you have for them? So one thing I haven't said about Vanderbilt Mac is um, how important the network is that you build in the MAC program versus if you were just to jump straight into the job and the career world. So when you're at Vanderbilt MAC, you are taking classes with not only your Master's of Accounting students, but you're also interacting with the Master's of Finance students and the MBA program. And so you have this huge network of people when you leave who are also in the business world. And it's not only your fellow students, but it's also the alumni. And Vanderbilt has the most supportive alumni group um, specifically at Owen, mm-hmm. and <laughs> Owen people love to support other Owen graduates. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge network. And then you also have the people who come to recruit at Vanderbilt. So when I moved to Atlanta, I would get together um, as much as I could, usually like on a quarterly basis with other alumni in the area. And those would not not just be the MAC alumni, but also MSS I knew and the MBAs um, and people from different classes. But that's how you build your network. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is something to remember because that network is what's going to take you really far as you progress through your career. So, yeah, the strength of weak ties in terms of you get to meet a lot of people. And even though they don't seem like they're your best friends, those ties will take you far as your career grows. That is great. Margaret, I'm so excited for your career and all that you've been able to accomplish in the, the four years since you left us and what, you know, what's 
what you have to look forward to, certainly, um, as your career continues to progress. So we, we will definitely Thank be you, checking Lindsay. in on you. Uh, and I'm just, it makes me so happy to see uh, the what you've done with your career and um, and where you're going and the impact that you're making. So thank you for thank sharing. Thank you. Your... I definitely couldn't have done it without all of you. Well, it was our pleasure. So thank you for sharing your story. And yeah, we really appreciate your time today. So thank you. Always happy to. All right. Hi, Mary. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. Thanks for talking with me today. Anytime. Uh, I appreciate your time. You're always willing to give your time. We are talking about why people should choose a career in public accounting. And uh, specifically for our undergraduate population that is thinking about what their next step is in their career and all that you can do in public accounting. So uh, I want to start off by asking you about the timeline of your career. Can you walk me through um, from, the, from your undergraduate degree to now, kind of what you've been doing? Sure. Um, so my undergraduate degree is in finance, actually, um, but I graduated uh, when the job market was a little bit soft, and so um, just ended up in a role that was in the finance department, but was really accounting heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I didn't quite have as, as strong appreciation for how closely linked finance and accounting really were until I kind of got out into the working world and started doing it. And so I was working for um, like a big Fortune 500 organization um, in the finance department, but doing a lot of accounting work um, and, you know, liking it and, you know, kind of figuring out how interlinked those two disciplines are and how foundational those disciplines really are as well, particularly the accounting since you know, everything flows through the financials at at one point or another. And so I had been doing that for about a year um, and started to think about what was going to be coming next um, and started to look for, you know, jobs, you know, the next ladder up from entry level. And really what I started to notice both inside my Fortune 500 organization, but also externally was that for things just above that entry level rung, there was a lot of preference weighted towards big four uh, CPA, MBA, a plus. Um, and I knew I didn't have that experience and just kind of started to see the writing on the wall and thought, okay, well, you know, I can stay here and work in this company for a long time and, and climb the ranks and end up with a corner office. Um, but then what I also started to notice around me was there was people coming in um, and getting the office next to the corner office, and they were much younger. Um, you know, they looked like they were in their 30s, and I was like, who are these people and where are they coming from? You know, they didn't work their way up through through the organization, and they all came from Big Four. Um, and so that to me was really like, okay, I should really explore this a little bit more and then decided to go back to school to get the hours, um, to be able to sit for the CPA exam so I could go, um, work at big four as well. Um, so then I went to Vanderbilt for, for a year, did the Mac program, loved it, learned a lot. I interned at PwC while I was in the program and then started full time with PwC after I left Vanderbilt, worked there for eight years. Uh, and had a really, really great experience, was very fortunate in the people that I was able to work with, um, both, you know, within PwC, but also with my clients, um, and worked, you know, started in the Nashville office there, had the opportunity to do a two-year rotation in Singapore, had another opportunity to do a two-year rotation in Switzerland, um, and then spent a year working in the office here in New York. Um, And so left PwC uh, last year, 
and um, and now I work at Goldman Sachs in the controllers group. That is quite a career track. <laughs> You've done so much, and I think that you always you you every time I hear you speak about your career track, you always give such great uh, advice and insight to to young professionals and to to students. So why don't you talk through some of the skills or behaviors that led you to your different opportunities? What skills, responsibilities, behaviors did you put into place or did you learn or put into place that led you to some of those excellent career opportunities? Sure. Well, I think just being, you know, intellectually curious and always trying to to understand the big picture, I think, is something that has helped me, you know, at every stage of my career, really. But I think the the thing that I also would say is just really being open-minded. Um, you know, I when I started working at PwC, one of the things that I had wanted to do was to work overseas. And, you know, it's not very common to to do some of those bigger opportunities when you're in the more junior ranks. You know, usually it comes at the manager or senior manager opportunity. And I was working on a client that had a, a senior manager stationed in Switzerland. And I thought like, oh, I would love to work on this client until I can make manager and then I can move to Switzerland and work overseas. You know, I thought that was the opportunity that I was going to have. And I was really surprised actually when just a few years in, they approached me about taking on a senior associate position in Singapore. Um, And of course, you know, was really nervous about it, but jumped at it just because there was no reason not to. Um, But, you know, I, at the time when I was living in Asia, I had always said, you know, the thing is you have to be open-minded and my, mobility experience came at a different time and in a different location than I had envisioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's 100% true, you know, but you may have heard me say just a few minutes ago that I then did a two-year rotation in Switzerland. And so then I did take that manager role in Switzerland. And so everything kind of worked the way that I had envisioned. It was just a totally different path mm-hmm. than what I thought it would be. And, you know, I think a lot of that is just being open-minded. Um, I would also say, too, you know, that the client that I worked on for the majority of my career at PwC was not in an industry that I would have expected to really get into and not really an industry that I would have expected to love. But surprisingly, I did. You know, it was a, the client I worked on was a big construction equipment manufacturer, and I don't have a lot of prior experience in the construction equipment manufacturing <laughs> space. Um, and it's just not really something that aligns with, like, my my outside hobbies and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I really did. I loved working with that client. I loved the business model they had. I loved kind of the company itself, the people there. And um, I, But I think a lot of those feelings came because I had an open mind. I didn't go in there saying, like, oh, gosh, like, I don't care about construction equipment. It's just, like, big and heavy and dirty. And, like, oh, you know, <laughs> I could have had a, a much different attitude about it. But I think having an open mind really worked to my benefit there. That's great. So in your first few years of working in public accounting with PwC, what did you learn about business that you have even taken with you to today? Great question. So many things. Um, I think, you know, one of the best things about public accounting is the team, you know, team collaboration dynamic. You're always with uh, an audit team. Um, and I think learning to work with others, you know, while taking responsibility for your own kind of work streams knowing when to leverage other people around you and knowing when to kind of dig in and find your own way. Um, I think that's really valuable and is probably a lot more difficult in some other traditional work environments where you're not necessarily working as a team. You know, you kind of are part of a team, but not working as a team. And I think that's a big difference um, in public accounting versus 
other places, um, and that's something that's really valuable. And I think something that I, I think other people enjoy, and when I say other people, I guess I mean, you know, people in my um, that I've worked with outside of public accounting, I think enjoy working with people who have that teamwork focus. Okay. Um, I also think that, you know, being in the client service business, it makes you very solution-oriented, which is not something that I think people necessarily think about accountants. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people think that accounting and finance people can often be just very rules-driven or very um, specific and rigid, I guess I should say. But really, you know, in a client service business, you have to work with your clients, you have to work with your teams, you have to work with, like, you know, your internal firm guidance and policies to to get to the best outcome for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that balance of knowing where to be flexible and where to be firm and how to be commercial, I think, is something that is really valuable um, over the long run. One other thing that I think is really, really great for um, people coming into the public accounting field is there is such a culture of mentorship and sponsorship and development within those organizations. Um, And, you know, I've only worked at PwC, so I can really only talk about my own experience. But from what I've observed from others and from my peers and colleagues, you know, there's such a culture of mentorship and sponsorship, and that is so, so, so important in the short and the long run. Mm -hmm. And not every company is focused on that, and not every company has the same type of formalized programs. You know, it's it can be very difficult when you're younger um, and, you know, one of the less experienced people in a company to, to really, you know, reach out to those more senior people or to try and develop or even know how to develop a meaningful relationship. Um, and I think that all the big four do a really great job of having some programming designed specifically for that and giving you a lot of opportunities to interact with a lot of different people mm-hmm. from a lot of different um, levels kind of above or beside you. And, and that sort of stuff I think is really important. You know, there's a lot of business press out there these days about the importance of mentors and sponsors, and I think that that is 100% valuable advice. Um, but it can be hard to know how to get started with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're a bit less experienced, and, and even when you're more experienced, right? Like, it can be hard. Even, when, for example, in my case, even when you change companies, it can be hard to know how to how to do that effectively. Um, so certainly working in a big four environment and having that structured a bit more for you is definitely helpful. That is great. And I've also found that the big four firms are really innovative in their approaches to teaming and collaboration and mentorship. They, mm-hmm. they are striving to be the best in the business world to make sure that they can, um, that they retain the people that they need and Mm -hmm. that they are, they are propelling them into successful careers. That's right. What advantages did Vanderbilt Matt give you in your career? Vanderbilt Matt gave me a lot of things. Um, Some of them were career related and some of them were not career related. I would say, you know, Vandy does a really good job of kind of polishing you off and setting you up to be, you know, a really well-prepared professional, Um, not only with kind of the the dedicated networking and the small group environments um, and just the hand-holding and support. I mean, it was, I had a great experience there and I think, you know, they really made me super prepared to have my A-game on all the time, Um, not only as an intern, but as a full-time hire. Mm -hmm. Then also, you know, just kind of the the structure of the program with having Becker and the CPA exam kind of baked into the curriculum before starting work full-time. I mean, my number one piece of advice to people entering public accounting is to sit for the exam before you start. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm super thankful that Vanderbilt Mac made me do that. It made for probably a less fun summer than I otherwise could have had, but it was 100% worth it. Yeah. 
But I would say, too, I mean, aside from the things that it helps me with professionally, I mean, personally, it was fantastic experience as well, you know, like great um, friendships and relationships that I think I'll have for a very, very, very long time. Um, And just, you know, so much learning and so much of life just kind of happened in that year. And I couldn't say enough good things about it, honestly. Good. And your class, you are the class of 09. Not I am. to date you, but your <laughs> class always stuns me of the amount of people that, well, I'm not, not really stunned. I'm always pleasantly, um, ha- I'm just happy to hear about all the times that you get together and you've traveled together and you celebrate each other's milestones, per- personal and career milestones. And I mean, you still have a really good relationship with many people in your class. Yeah, that's 100% true, and that's really the the best thing that I got out of Vanderbilt. I mean, there were so many great things, and certainly all the professional things that happened afterwards were great, but the personal relationships is what it's all about for me. And you're exactly right. I mean, just this past weekend, I celebrated the, one of my classmates' birthdays yeah. here in New York, and, um, you know, it's somebody I still see very, very regularly, and I do. I stay in touch with a lot of, of them. And so to have really only spent a year together in school – and to come out with such a strong friendship, I think, is great. It's, you know, tremendous value. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, so if you were sitting in front of a uh, undergraduate student who was trying to figure out what their career path would look like, what would you tell them? Why would you tell them that they should pursue a career in public accounting over another role in business? I think public accounting teaches you a lot. You know, you get a lot of exposure to all different types of environments. Uh, whereas if you go to work in one company, you know, you'll, you'll know that one company. In public accounting, you know, you work with different clients, which is great because you can see kind of who does it well and who does it poorly. You can see, you know, people in a warehouse and people on a trading floor, you know. So uh-huh. there is a wide variety um, to see. And I think as much as college students think that they know exactly what it is that they want to do when they leave school, mm-hmm. sometimes life doesn't work out the way you thought it was, you know, like – Going back to my story about going to Asia instead of Singapore, I'm sorry, instead of Switzerland, you know, we may think we have these ideas about how life is going to turn out, and that may not be true. Mm -hmm. Um, I think public accounting gives you a a good chance to see a lot of different things. I would also say, too, that, you know, if you talk to senior leaders in organizations, particularly kind of in the finance or controllership functions, um, a lot of them came from public accounting. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's a coincidence, you know, just because you – Start in public accounting doesn't mean you have to do it forever. Um, and, in fact, I think if you meet with a lot of um, senior leaders outside of public accounting, a lot of them will tell you that they spent time in public accounting and that they really learned a lot from it and that it was really valuable, you know. Yeah. I think that that's something to be considered, too, you know. I also think that's why a lot of times we see uh, children of people that spent time in the big four that because they know how valuable it is to their long-term career success. And so they're even sending their children our way. <laughs> um, yeah, those more exactly. experienced people. So we talked a little bit about what you were experiencing at your first job right out of undergrad and why public accounting and um, getting that CPA was really important to you. Do you want to go further and explain kind of that aha moment? Yeah, I mean, it really was. It was just like I was ready to do something else and, you know, thinking about the next step. I think um, thinking about that and looking at what was out there and the types of candidates that all these job postings were looking for and then thinking about myself and, you know, I was like, well, I think I could do this job, but 
uh, I'm somebody who likes to be overprepared. So if it mm-hmm. says like all these things are not required but preferred, I still want to tick all the preferred boxes. Uh-huh. And so really just thinking about that. It, it was that and it was just seeing, you know, these 30-year-old people come in and get the office next to the corner office. I had initially had this impression that to get the corner office, you know, you go to work here for a bunch of years, you're probably going to be about 50, you know, and that's fine. I, I think, you know, a long career at one company is a great thing, too, um, and you certainly deserve the corner office if you if you have a long history of, of good success there. Mm-hmm. But if there's a shortcut, then I'm interested in the shortcut, too. Um, so it was really just kind of the combination of those two things. Yeah. Great. Uh, so tell me about the experience. Like when you reflect on your career at um, PwC, what have what did you kind of take with you from that role that you were able to translate to your position at Goldman Sachs? Well, certainly a lot of technical skills um, without getting too nerdy about it. But there is a lot of experiences that I had, obviously, both in like the hardcore technical accounting, but also, you know, financial reporting, SEC requirements, and then stocks and internal controls. I mean, all of those technical skills I definitely brought with me and and am very thankful for it. Aside from all of that, (laughs) you know, a lot of the soft skills, right? Like knowing how to work with a lot of different people, knowing how to navigate situations where you don't have full information, um, and knowing how to work in a team. I think all that stuff is been valuable um, and, and things that I'm thankful for PwC having taught me um, that I want to continue to develop, of course, you know, like you never stop growing, right. um, but certainly very, very thankful for the foundation that I had. Do you have any parting advice for college students who are making a big career decision? I mean, I think, you know, being open-minded is the biggest thing, and I think that sounding out all of your options with people that you trust is a great idea, but at the end of the day, you should really go with your gut. You know, I think no decisions are irreversible. And I think having an open mind and being able to flex with the way the winds blow <laughs> is, is important too, you know, and just being not too locked into a certain outcome because life doesn't happen the way you think it's going to. Getting feedback from people that you know and trust and um, respect their advice. I think that's really important. But I think at the end of the day, you have to do what's right for you. And you know that, you know, you know it in your gut what the right decision is and sometimes it's not the decision that your head thinks is the right decision but Mm -hmm. just trust your gut and be open-minded that's great mary thank you so much for spending thank you i really appreciate it thank you and have a good day okay yeah you too thanks to margaret mary and Lindsay for their time this week and thank you for listening you can find more stories and information about Owen by visiting our website, business.vanderbilt.edu, or following at Vanderbilt Owen on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Music provided by Mike Foster, and I'm Nate Luce.